Howdy, neighbors. Ron Hayes. Beef buzzing with you today. Talking federal drought programs with Dr. Amy Hagerman. She and Casey talking in just a moment. We've all seen the price of food go up. So it's hard to believe that farmers and ranchers are being driven out of business. But that's what's happening as big corporations have consolidated just about every aspect of the agricultural economy. So local farm families can't compete. It's squeezing producers and consumers, even as the big corporations raise prices on all of us. And it's devastating the rural communities we cherish and small towns where we live. The fact is, ranchers and farmers see an average of 15 cents on every dollar spent on agricultural products at the supermarket, while the corporations monopolizing the industry cash in. There is a way to help level the playing field. Call your senators and urge them to support Fairness for Farmers legislation that will make markets more fair and competitive for everybody. Because farmers and ranchers are the backbone of our community. Paid for by AFR Cooperative. Missing day with Amy Hagerman at OSU. Today we are talking drought. There could be a little bit of of help with disaster programs available. So Amy, start off by just kind of giving us an overview of what producers should be looking for. So a couple of main programs that producers could be interested in participating in. The first and foremost for any of our forage producers in the state that are grazing livestock is the Livestock Forage Program. Currently, 76 of our 77 counties have at least one pasture type that is eligible for the LFP program. It's a pretty straightforward program. The payment rate is based on the severity and length of the drought in the county during the growing season that's most important for that kind of grass. So say your native pasture versus your warm season grasses versus your cool season grasses. If producers are interested in applying for that program, they can contact their local FSA office. Their farm should already be uh, on file, know what kind of grasses they have, how many acres, what their stocking rate is. And so they'll just need to provide their head of breeding animals that they had as of that eligibility date. And FSA will tell them what that is. And then also how many animals they had to sell because of drought. So that, that one's really first and foremost on that list of, uh, of programs. And Dr. Hagerman says another program that you need to keep in mind is the ELAP program. Talk to people who are bringing in hay from 900, 1,000 or more miles away to their operation when ordinarily they could buy hay within the state. So this program will help offset part, not all, but part of the transportation cost of bringing that hay into the state. And again, this is an FSA administered program. So they just need to contact their county FSA office to find out what that transportation rate is for their county uh, that, that they can use to see if that program is worth applying for for them. So, and they'll give them all the details, but record keeping, you'll need to know how many loads of hay you're bringing in from how far away and how much of that cost of that that load is is, uh, that person's responsibility. And then compare that to what they would call a normal year for that. Now, if you haven't had to haul hay in on a normal year, if you're in a a part of the state where they're cutting their own hay, for example, and they're not gonna get to do that this year, they're gonna have to bring in hay, then that number for normal would be zero. Now, on any other the programs that we're talking about today, is there like a time limit or a cost limit of how much help you can get as a producer? 
Yeah, there is for any for each one. It's different. That's kind of one of the tricky things about it. Now for the LFP program, you have to do it by the end of January. So it's within 30 days of the end of the calendar year for that eligibility date. Um, so we're coming up here in the last few months of the year. That's hard to believe, uh, actually. But we're coming up in the tail end of 2022. So now's a good time to start thinking about those things. Also, you've got to make sure you get your crop reports in with FSA. And again, we're coming into that time of year where crop reports are due. So it's important to get your crop reports in and be up on all of your reporting with FSA. The ELAP program is a little more restrictive than the LFP program. That's that feed hauling cost program, ELAP. That one has to be within 30 days of when you see the loss happen, you have to put in a notice of loss. And then you have within 60 days or 30 days of the end of the calendar year, you have to turn in the full application with all the documentation. OSU agricultural economist Dr. Amy Hagerman on some of the federal disaster programs designed for help with forage producers, helping you cope with the forage loss, but also transportation of forage to your place. You've got the beef buzz on Ron. It's Express Ranch's Rancher's Bull Sale coming Monday, October 3rd at the ranch, Yukon, Oklahoma. 450 head will be selling 225 Angus bulls, 50 Hereford bulls, 50 registered Angus and Hereford spring bred heifers, 70 commercial spring bred heifers, and 30 commercial fall calving pairs. You can attend in person or bid online at superiorlivestock.com and liveauction.tv. For more information, go to expressranches.com. Express Ranch's Rancher's Bull Sale, Monday, October 3rd. And that's your beef buzz. Have a good day. I'm Ron Hayes.